everyone welcome back to another episode of ideally though ideally though if you're new to our podcast my name is erica and with me is my hubby my bestie my butter biscuit yeah what about their new peoples and everybody else right um <laughs> it is another week in january well we're at the end of january i guess yeah this month has flown fucking by to yeah. be honest oh my god i mean also we had a bit of like illness and recovery time so. yeah just an update from last week because you know we didn't do any visual like yeah i feel better you're good because you was had your ass whooped by that yeah. cold man i feel better but i mean they were like it's a head cold it's not the flu it's not covid i'm like i mean thank god for that but... yeah but i still feel like shit give me something please yeah i feel like tyrone biggums when i didn't get my fix you know <laughs> hot cold flashes and things like that yeah so... it was it was some nastiness i had a really made bad headache my damn self uh, a really bad cough even more so you know because of the smoke but yeah it was it was pretty it was pretty intense but uh feeling all better now yeah that's that's the major thing i was able thing. to like just look up you know, because when you're sick, you don't really pay attention to social media. Yeah. Look at your calendars and stuff like that. So I saw that we have some uh, NCAA P or NAACP awards yeah. or yeah. nominations. Oh, cool. Yeah. So let me see, because there's been some people who've been killing it. Yeah. In the game, like uh, Coleman Domingo. G- Domingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. has been nominated for an NAACP award. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm loving that. Um, he's been killing it. Um, Kyler Pratt. Oh, sweet. For really? uh, Proud Family. Fuck yeah, dude. Kiki Palmer for Proud Family. That's sick. That, yeah. that the new one, right? It, that, yep. That release has been really good. That's quality on Disney+. Plus. Not a lot of di- quality on Disney+. Plus. That right there, Proud Family, yeah. quality. Um, Entertainer of the Year nominations. Mm. Uh, Col- Coleman Domingo, Fantasia, Haley Bailey, Kiki Palmer and Usher. Wow. They've been nominated, so I wonder who will get it. Oh, shit. That's pretty cool. Um, Outstanding Motion Picture. We have um, American Fiction, yeah. Origin. I've heard I, really good things about American Fiction. I think Origin's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, Rustin, The Color Purple, and they clone Tyrone. Oh, wow. Yeah. Finally, some recognition for that one. I've heard of all the others, yeah. but... So far, in all of these award ceremonies that we've been going through these last mm-hmm. few weeks, I feel like they clone Tyrone is getting snubbed in every single bit because it's not getting mentioned at all. Yeah, so it's finally really, a nomination at least. It's a really good story. So yeah, it yeah. it was uh, interesting. You, I was on the fence about it, and you actually made me watch it, and I enjoyed it. It's so good. yeah, it was decent. Um, outstanding actor in the motion motion picture, yeah. Coleman Domingo. He's just leading the charge here for Rustin. Uh, Denzel Washington for The Equalizer 3. Nice, cool. Uh, Jamie Foxx for The Burial. Okay, okay. Uh, Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Jeffrey Wright is the mayor. Uh, and then John uh, Boyega. Boyega, yeah, yeah. They clone Tyrone. 
Nice. Yeah, so we got some good stuff. Fantasia's in there for the color purple. Haley Bailey's in there for Little Mermaid. Mm, okay. Tiana Taylor, a thousand and one. Nice. Um, isn't that the one she directed herself or produced herself? Or something like that. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's a good ups for her. That's pretty cool. Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction. The I man. love him. Taraji P. Henson. Oh, love her. She has a nomination. I love Erica Alexander from Living Single. That's sick. Having a, a nomination for American Fiction as that's well. That's sick, yeah. dude. Outstanding uh, comedy series, Abbott Elementary. Amen. Yeah, Harlem. That's fantastic. Survivor of the Thickest, The <laughs> Neighborhood, and Unprisoned. I haven't watched any of her of those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Cedric the Entertainer's in there for Outstanding Actor in the Comedy Series. Dole Hill for The Wonder Years. Mike Epps for Up the Upshaws. Oh. So it's for some good wow, ones. Wow, they're yeah. actually... That's great, dude. That's Yeah, they really got cool. some really good... That's a lot. Uh, Tashina uh, Arnold, The Neighborhood. Yes. I'm like, okay, NAACP Awards. Kicking ass. Yeah, so there's a lot of good ones in here. Um, I know that also the Oscars, mm-hmm. they were um, announced. Uh-huh. So we do have some Best Leading Actors nominated here. So we have uh, Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Deserve. That movie yeah. is, was fantastic. And he, he played Oppenheimer. Like he was him. It was almost yeah. An he did really, really good. Really good. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Cooper has an uh, Oscar nomination. Nice. Um, Coleman Domingo, he's killing it. Um, that, Jeffrey Wright that as guy, well. Yeah, both of them are like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yep. And then Paul Giamatti. I love Paul he Giamatti. Also, That's yeah. always a banger. So they all got their Oscar nominations. I would love to see Coleman Domingo like kill it. Yeah. Like not and he's, really had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Like he. It's like he, it's not like he's been doing it for a long time, but to yeah. snag an Oscar would be nice. Yeah, that just means yeah. that there's a lot of talent there, and then yeah. also, you know, he's going up against some real heavy hitters. So mm-hmm. just to be nominated alone, like, is awesome. I'm really hoping he wins because you're going up against like you know Killers of the Flower Moon and shit like yeah. that, like Scorsese type shits. Like, yeah, he was Scorsese. Awesome. Scor- is it so- Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah, he has the most Oscar nominations for a director. I'd imagine. I mean, from what I've heard about Killers of the Flower Moon, it was very, very long at three and a half hours. But like, it is a mind-bending, tragic story, and it and it's but it's told beautifully. I feel like he gets the same people to act in his movies. Like, give me Robert De Niro, give me Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, he's one of those know, like auteurs that. who was like, you know, I you know, he's only going for the the leading, you know, actors and actresses that are in their field, the top of the top, and because he's making a movie that's gonna deserve, like, he's making real true cinema, as he oh, would say. Okay, God. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. That's what it is, because, like, not Marvel movies or John Wick movies aren't yeah. cinema and shit like that to him, so he's he one of those. Long-lasting movies that last over a lifetime. Like Citizen Kane joints. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's um, it. I heard today that, uh, so, um, who was Twenty One Savage was uh, doing the interview with Shannon Sharp. <laughs> yes, and he says that the biopic was a prank. I don't think it was a prank. I think you got told that this shit is gonna be stupid. Yeah, because why get people a high caliber like Charles Gambino <laughs> and um, Caleb McLaughlin who yeah. have things to do? Yeah, and shoot this three minute like. Trailer, trailer thing, yeah. And then say, oh, it was just a prank. Mm-hmm. No, I think you knew it was a prank once it came out. Everybody was like, you do not deserve no goddamn biopic. Uh, but also, like, 
A, who asked for this, yeah. and B, what the fuck? Why? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, all these... It, it just looked like it, it was either going to be a significantly bad troll, like, not on the lines of, like, Snoop Dogg and that I'm going smokeless and quitting yeah. thing, or it's real and it got shut down, or it should get shut down because the internet made too much fun of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's what happened. I think we shamed it into oblivion where it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Even speaking of the whole no smoking prank thing with Snoop Dogg, the CEO ended up getting canned. So I was like, yeah, that probably wasn't a good idea to say that Snoop Dogg was gonna, not gonna wow. was gonna stop smoking, and then yeah. it just didn't work out. Yikes! I mean, yeah, I don't think they sold any of it. Probably didn't sell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna sell. You need to be. A, I'm smoking everything. Yeah. And, the, and even this brisket over this oven. And you know what I mean? That type yeah. of shit. They did it wrong. He, swing and a miss, my guy. I was like, oh, yikes. <laughs> that sucks. Well, do you want to tell the baby girls what we're going to be talking about today? Well, you kind of actually made a good segue into where I was going because um, lately there's been a lot of layoffs and shit because of the bad decisions made and, and things of that nature, especially in my world, tech, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's even kind of hit close to home with a, a, a few of my own personal friends being hit by this these tech layoffs and stress and being overwhelmed and anxiety has become a, a, a apparent, especially with the climate we're in. So I kind of wanted to just discuss briefly with you, you know, managing stress and anxiety and life's changes as they come. I think it's different with men and versus women. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, I didn't feel like I see my dad stressed out. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at examples of how people deal with or the closest to you deal with stress, mm-hmm. I feel like my dad was and is like maybe just a workhorse who, but at least for me as a kid, I didn't really hear him complain. Mm. It seemed like he just did it and maybe he found vices to just like not be stressed out. Maybe, yeah, because I feel like your 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 father is kind of the man who is going to just – like, punch at the wall until he goes through it. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, matter like about anything else. And... Yeah, shut up in color kind of deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. And, like, with my mom, I didn't really see her stressed either. Interesting. So, like, I always pride myself, or I used to pride myself up until lately, yeah. of being someone who wasn't really stressed. Uh-huh. But I noticed that work has been stressing me the fuck out. <laughs> and I I'm like, you. oh, yeah. the reason why I'm stressed is because What's stressing me out is something I need to like step away from, mm-hmm. and this can make or break my lifestyle. Yeah. Or I have kids, so this could affect my family. Right, right. So I now get it why people are stressed or adults are stressed. Yeah. Especially when it comes to work, because whatever your the outcome is, it could really affect your family in the long run. Yeah, that's interesting that you've you've actually adopted that now, um, wherein I've kind of strived in the, that chaos of it because stress has just been a part of my life. <laughs> like all your life. All my life. It's but it's boy. always been by proxy. My mom is a literal bucket of stress. Of stress. You know what I mean? So when you would see your mom, like you knew exactly when she was stressed. Like she was very oh, yeah. outward with it. Very outward with it. Uh, and also physically embodied that. And, and most people don't know, like, you know, stress is a killer. It causes yeah. all like the other the issues. Killer. You know what I mean? It, it is the it's the, like one of the biggest symptoms that cause all those other issues in, in people's lives. You know, and not being able to handle certain aspects, or because you might have ma- made a misjudgment or a misstep in one way, shape, or form, some people can't handle the consequences of their you know their their choices. And 
I feel like managing stress after those types of those types of choices you make in your life, i.e., like my mom in certain ways, you either you live or you die by it, and it's mm-hmm. caused a lot of a lot of static in a way. It's made me more conscious. I could say that growing up in chaos with a bunch of different types of like avenues where bills are like in your house every other day. Like there's not a, like a a week's time of peace, a breathing room Mm -hmm. or at home, just lifestyle. We've talked about that before because of, you know, fighting and things of that nature. Well, you start to learn that like when you stress out as an individual, that shit radiates to everything else in your life. You start you're you're affected. You're I stress everybody else out. You stress everybody else out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started realizing a lot more of that, especially when my mom would become the bucket of stress she is still to this day. And um, over time, it made me a more jaded person. Mm, you yeah. know what I mean? So when I say like I was affected by it by proxy, it's like you don't even realize the type of damage that stress becomes, not only physically for yourself in a sickness as a whole, but like you get anxiety, you're getting all having all these types of panic attacks, uh, and then you make the wrong decisions because you just don't give yourself time to breathe. It's almost as if I'm talking to my mom myself, like yeah. personally to her, but like it's it's just always been a proponent of my life life to never stress about anything. I don't care how bad it gets, because I've seen my mom have like three total strokes because of stress alone. That is a huge fear of mine. Huge fear of mine. Um, I've learned to teach myself on how to like compartmentalize and break things down or let go and handle things as they come. Deal with yeah. inevitability. I, I, I like that because with me growing up seeing that it was like five of us, Yeah. Um, I'm like, how stressed can you be? You know, I don't have five kids. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So I'm like, if my parents can deal with it, I can deal with it. Yeah. But I'm getting older, so I'm no I'm noticing stress is like really hurting my body. Like I'm like, oh my god, my chest hurts, yeah. my back hurts. I didn't know how much I'm holding in the stress. Yeah. So what I'm learning how to do is just like breathe mm-hmm. and then just be like, okay, let's figure out a solution. Yeah. Because I can't stay in this. When I was in my early twenties, it was easy to be like, you know what, you're gonna you're thriving in stress, you're thriving in chaos, and you can go a couple more years. I think it's also because you have the energy for it. Yeah. And depending on your circumstance, it's like, eh, at least I'm getting paid, I'm not this other guy. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but as millennials, what I'm learning is that it's like fuck money. Yeah. Like, do we wanna be broke? No. Do we wanna be homeless? No. We'll work enough, but yeah. you're not gonna stress us the fuck out. You're not gonna kill us. Yeah, we're more like I'll take a lower paying job to yeah. be more happy. Yeah. And have more time with my family versus being that workhorse and having an aneurysm <laughs> at forty five years old. Do you know how big of a fear an aneurysm or, or like a stroke is to me? I watched my mom have her stroke. So mm-hmm. I was there. Me and my little brother were there watching it happen. That's scary. That's the type of stuff that's like very traumatic, right? Mm-hmm. I it's it's it's, it's something, an image that's burned into my head. And I know the proponent that caused it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know all the things. That, but it's also a generational thing. You, break, you, you brought up a very good point because as a millennial, I ch- I'm choosing my mental health and yeah. the health of myself and the health of where my, my environment over 
this job or this this opportunity, this circumstance, whatever the case may be. It, it, it means that you have to be able to break things down and put them in a puzzle piece that doesn't fit them. It fits you. Yeah. You know? I think we get a lot of slack as millennials from our Dust Bowl generation. <laughs> Dust Bowl is fucking great. <laughs> or what are, what are they, the uh, baby boomers? Yes. Fucking and baby before, boomers. And, and uh, before them is the silent generation. Silent Dust, Dust Bowls, Bowl. all them motherfuckers. They love to complain or love to like give us shit like, you guys don't really want to work. You guys you guys uh, let the smallest thing get to you. Yeah. yeah, because we see what you guys went through and how yeah. old y'all look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we want to keep this nice... Nice tight Damn. skin. Can we talk about how old these motherfuckers are? You saw how like our parents' generation, our parents' generation, yeah, in the eighties, they look like fucking thirty year olds in high school. Bro, like no, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna let you guys stress me out. Yeah, you know, if I wanted to be in a high stress environment or position, I would be. Yeah, it doesn't take me a long by time. By my choice. Yeah, by my choice, and yeah. it doesn't take me a long time. To ever go up the ladder corporately, it yeah. never does. But I'm choosing, I'm choosing mental health. I'm choosing being sticking around yeah. and being there for my kids and future grandkids. Yeah. Over, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I know with like women, it, it, I might it might be a little easier because we're kind of we're supposed to be made to be homemakers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, of course we're showing that we can be homemakers. We can also be corporate women. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like men take the stress a little bit different. You guys are always oh. taught to like kind of hold it in. I think that's until the worst. you pass out. Because I talked about my mom in this, right? But I, and I never mentioned my dad. But that's for a reason mm-hmm. because he is the outburst type. Mm. But also, it's a silent but deadly. So when it hits, it hits. It's like a volcano, dormant. Boom, you know what I mean? Yeah. But boom, it goes off. And I've never. I've never seen them in person communicate about the things that stress them. The things that help, helped me go through different things that have stressed me out, even if you were unaware that it was stressing me out, was just talking to you. Yeah, right? that helps. No, recognizing that I have a partner here, that, that helps a ton. Yeah. Right? My dad and my mom both had their partnership and never tried to settle or help each other relieve any type of stress, any type of anxieties, any type of doubt, any type of like, there was no support there. I think maybe because it's like, if I admit to you that um, I'm feeling this type of way, I'm not the man of the house, or I'm not strong enough to yeah. leave this family. I think it is a pride thing. Yeah. I think you, you you can make that the equivalent of, a, of something that has to do with pride. And it sucks because even as a man, as a man, I don't have, I don't want to say I have enough pride to not do what it takes to you know, take care of my family, but also take care of myself. Yeah, I feel like single men, you guys have. I say you guys because you ain't a single man. <laughs> this <is> my man. <laughs> but as single men, when you are a single man, yeah. I feel like there's no the like a uh, compartmentalizing. It's yeah. like let me work, 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 work until I'm about to like explode. Yes. And then I have to step completely away. There's no real balance for men. Not I have at all. to say that. You guys will work, 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 and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm about to fucking explode. Yeah. Let me actually just cut everything off. And I feel like when we don't have to do that. No. 
you can step away, like, even, like, with you, like, to game. Yes. But it's, like, still on the same computer as you're doing work. Yeah. It's, like, you either need to get on your laptop. Yeah, yeah. Or you need to come in a room and watch TV or I have me. a whole VR set oh, now. Right. I step away from it. <laughs> so you don't have to be completely away from everybody and everything. Yeah, Men yeah. tend to have to, like, all the way break away, be in the woods. Uh, <laughs> you have to find a balance. Right. You have to find a balance. You're so right, yeah. I, I, it's a little dangerous. And I remember you saying to me a couple of days ago, like, um, or we were watching something, it's like being a single man is a little, when you're older, is a little more dangerous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. there's no one to help you. There's no one to guide. Yeah. You're either, you're either, don't have your shit together. As a, at least as a man who is looking at that, that person, you don't have your shit together. Or you uh, chose this life, and that's nihilistic of you. It's just, it's weird. That type of behavior is really weird. If you're a single man that's, you know, that doesn't have anything other than that, you will stay stuck in that. You're for gonna a be long stuck time. there, and that's not good. You know, I couldn't be, I couldn't be by myself with this type of shit. That's like what us girls, we like to do girls trips and stuff like that. So yeah. that's why I'm so excited for my girls trip coming up. I'm like, okay, like I get to breathe, but. With me being so stressed this week, yeah. I'm like so happy to have you to like kind of bounce things off of. Yeah. Because I would just have it in my head and just be like, I don't yeah. know what to do, huh? And I have this anxiety. I'm going back and forth because I'm yeah. nervous to kind of talk about it. Yeah. But talking to you was like, no, it's okay, it's fine. Yeah. You know, and on both sides, as a man or a woman, it's good to have someone to bounce things off of. And they didn't have yeah. that. My my parents definitely didn't have that. And and recognizing a lot of that type of stuff, it's what makes me employ it so much in the areas when something goes down and me and you have to get our heads together mm-hmm. and figure out a solution, that's what makes it easier. It's because I recognized in that by proxy that they didn't get allow themselves a chance to do those things. And they just added on the stress. There was no bit of it of them taking a shovel and let me get that off of you. Yeah. They dug themselves in the grave. And yeah. that and that'll affect your relationship. That'll affect your relationship and your children. Yeah, and your relationship with your children later on. Think about oh it. man, you're does it do such that? an asshole. Oh I yeah, be around you. Yeah, you're, I I just and there was a phase of my life where I did that. I I really wish that we could find solutions, especially for the climate that we're in, for all these people. It feels very much like a just all this stuff is corporatey, and people are just get on the chopping block because nobody wants to spend money and i don't real i don't think these people either sleep well enough at night to understand that like you're affecting people and that's you've just caused a generational rift in things i think i like how certain countries have that like they have a lot more like holiday time yeah yeah you know and yeah. i know as americans we kind of look at it sometimes or even like in asian culture because they work until they freaking yeah. want to pass out or uh, <laughs> jump from themselves. a fucking building yeah. <laughs> like i think we, there's not enough people that vacation yeah so yeah. you need to step away from your environment all the way try sometimes, something new yeah i feel like i don't really like staycations it's oh, really? just something about staycation I don't like because I feel like I'm still in the same environment where <laughs> I have to think about it. That's fair. Okay. No, so I get you. So I was never like, a, oh, yeah, I'm going to do a staycation. I'm like, what's the point? Yeah. You know, I'm still kind of around the same people, the same environment. I'm going to see the same shit. Yeah. yeah. It's going to so, just bring back the memories of I have to come back to this place on yeah. Monday. <laughs> and I think about like even back in 2008 with the whole recession thing and people yeah. like actually unaliving themselves when – things went down, especially in corporate America. It's like, yeah. what could have prevented? When you think about it as being a, a corporate man, what do you think can prevent you from 
even going down that path? What would you think? Because men are a little bit different. I don't have a man's mindset. Yeah. And you guys will work yourself into the ground. So what would you suggest if someone was getting stressed out? I just wrench and try something new. And mm-hmm. that, that was something that uh, that helped me immensely. It was having to try something new. Because around the recession is when stroke number one happens. Mm. Right? And I'm also in college and looking for a job and things of that you have nature. Your own so stuff going on. I got all that stuff going on. And I had to make a choice on what I was going to do and if it was going to have to deal with the degree I just just got or if I was going to battle a dream and hopefully this works out. And I did. I tried something new and it worked out for me. I mean, I'm, I'm here today because of it, the yeah. choice that I made. But trying something new, giving your chance to self, uh, the, the, to breathe and allow yourself to fail. Uh, I did a lot of side-end jobs I was not good at, <laughs> from stocking shelves with the Coke lady. I love that, <laughs> <for you. laughs> To, like, to like uh, working in kitchens and dishwashing and all this other shit to freelance stuff that was still great for me in the long run, but, like, I got gypped on many occasions. But I, I took my skill set, and I made it work for me. Yeah. And... That's all I could really provide because that's what helped me get out of the mental state I was in. Because I wasn't even in a good mental state then, knowing that, like, you know, my the family is falling apart and now my mom is, like, on death's door, you know, at yeah. this point. So that whole situation was incredibly stressful. Anxiety, anxiety, like, just riddled me. But I had really good friends and really good support, too. Shouts out to BK. In particular, he was there for me during that moment in time, mm-hmm. and that man and his family saved my fucking life. Because you were able to kind of step away from that. Exactly. I was going to yeah. get to your point there. I was able to step away, so like spend a night over there, and like his his moms became my moms. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, great fucking people, and they saved me from a lot of yeah. shit. And stepping away, trying something new, recognizing who is in your circle, and the ones that really lean in to help you know that you can lean on them. And it's not weakness. It's yeah. not pride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's human nature. Well, I feel like guys never do, like, um, like guy trips, really. Because uh, I mean, we suck at uh, getting together in general. Uh, yeah, y'all do. We, <laughs> we suck at getting together in general. But... I'm always busy. Okay, first off, I Everybody am a millennial man. Away. Nobody has been busier than this generation. I'll say that. And I'll just I'll put that up to the, even those motherfuckers in the Great Depression and motherfuckers who went to war because we've gone to war and still have to deal with two recessions back to back. Yeah, something we dealt with some shit. We are busy. <laughs> yeah, but you still gotta find time to. I think that's yeah, the best right. thing. Is kind of, vacation really refreshes right. people too. I've noticed yeah. a difference with you once we started vacationing. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. I got another one coming up in a month <laughs> or you in know? a few weeks. I mean, yeah, yeah. So it's it's it's. I think it's good for the guys to kind of step away. You are right. You um, are right. When you're a single man, I think it's probably best to. Every couple of months, even if you take a weekend off, yeah, you know, some people want to work the whole year and then like I want to take the Bust the, the last month, yeah. But that is that doesn't help. I I've, I don't feel like it does it, all year. Not all year busting your ass. I I got a homie that does that. I mean, and he is a fucking animal. You know, shouts out to to Oni, but like he's also he like that would drive me crazy. That yeah. he, he's got to be insane. I don't want to wait until the end of the year. The whole year, bro. No, oh my God. that's why I me. Mean. I take my stuff sporadically. So I'll be like, I'll take a whole week off for my birthday yeah. because like 
everybody should celebrate the birth of me. Yeah. So I'll take that whole week off. Like, I love my birthday. I'll take random weekends off. Let me take a Friday and a Monday off. Yeah. I love doing that because Fridays and Mondays are tough for people on the week. Oh, yeah. You're ending the week, trying to finish strong, and then the beginning starts, and no one likes, likes Mondays. Yeah, yeah. So I like to do stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so – or and, and, you know, if you're single too, because sometimes, you know, as when you're in a couple, you got to look forward to maybe getting some ass or you know. <laughs> Being around your significant other, your family, yeah. if you're single, try to find where maybe you can get a couple friends to, hey, y'all want to hang out? Like, I really need to, like, yeah. kind of step away. Yeah, and like, yeah. check on your peoples. Check yeah. on your peoples. Like, if you know they're in some type of situation or in an area where, you know, like, like just like I said, a, f- a couple of my friends got the chopping block type shit, mm-hmm. you know, check on your peoples to make sure they're yeah. all right and, you know, support those because they'll be there to support you as well. Like, recognize what's in your circle, and those 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 people are important. They like, also have to talk too, because you gotta be willing to be. You vulnerable. have to willing talk. The, yeah. Like, to hold it in and then have outbursts. Yeah. It's no one else's. It's no one's fault that they're not checking up on you. Yeah. Let's say even. I mean, more often because you're not saying anything. It's important to be vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, it's there's no weakness in that. I think that's one of the strongest things you can do is tell somebody that something's wrong. Yeah. And ask for help. To be honest. Shouldering everything by yourself is tough. And even in moments where I'm like, holy fuck, babe, I even come to you. It's been tough on me lately. Yeah, sometimes I don't have an answer. Sometimes I don't even want an answer. Sometimes yeah. I just want to vent. Yeah. But it is you're good right. sometimes to get to get um, help where you're like, oh, I didn't even think about it like that. I guess I can't approach this this way. Yes. Um, I know some people want to do this, maybe doing some like meditation. Oh, yeah. Breathing in and out. Like I sat here – a couple hours ago and I was like whew yeah. and I'm like that feels so good like yes. my, I didn't know my chest was so tight yes. or I haven't been breathing regularly because I'm so pent up and so stressed out Yeah. and I told myself I wouldn't put myself in a predicament where I'm working for a decade and feeling like I there's nowhere to go yes. and I have to just deal with it yes. so now I'm on the other side of the spectrum I'm like I'll, I will leave you motherfuckers <laughs> Y'all not gonna stress me out. I'm too cute. I got an amazing family that wants me around, that needs me around, and y'all not gonna stress me out for somebody else's Yo, word. company. I'm not gonna do it. Word for sure. So for I'm sure. trying to learn how to be like that. Yeah. You know, and knowing that it's money, and I will get it because oh, I know how to get coins. It's out there. Yeah. A lot of so it. like when me like even now like my chest is still a little tight because yeah. of just all the stress I've been having for the last two weeks. It feels good to be be back because of this. Yeah. Because <laughs> last week I didn't even feel good, you guys. That I didn't give y'all visual, but I was sick, so I yeah. I got to give myself a little grace. You give a visual that. But even this, <laughs> but even this week I was like. Oh my God, I'm so stressed out. And just not until yesterday, us having a conversation, I yeah. felt better because I was so stressed out that I didn't want to leave my bed. Yes. That's how stressed I didn't know I can get. There's people like that right now. Check on your peoples and talk about that situation because yeah. it was important for us to really, for you to lay it out on the table because it's like the deck of cards is shuffled and mismatched and some are flipped over and then you start flipping them back into their normal order and then the thing you can make sense of them. And I think I even told you, like, I don't want, I don't, because you're a problem solver. It's I like was my like, job, yeah. I was like, I don't want you to problem solve. I was getting irritated because I was like, I just want to vent it's a and habit. be right. You're right. And I don't want, uh, at that time, it was like, I don't want a solution. So sometimes, too, if you are stressed out, it's good to tell people, too, hey, I just need to vent. I really don't want a answer to That's this. That's important. That's important. I just want you to 
Hear me out. Me, hear me out. No, not your head in agreement. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes it's just like, I don't need an answer. And yeah. you're, and being in a relationship with someone who is a problem solver yeah. is like double-edged sword sometimes. Because you're like, be. I don't need you to solve my problems, <laughs> booby. You know? I can do it. I just want you to hear how fucking shitty I'm like, right, Simone, I'm Cinderella on Cheetah Girls. I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't need nobody to rescue me. That's great. At that moment. But I did actually need the, I did need that feedback because, yeah. but not always. I'm not somebody who always needs that. Sometimes yeah. I, I want to be right, damn it, to feel the way I feel. And, you know, because I'm like, Every other day, I was like, I'm about to quit. Yeah. I'm, you know, and I will this, walk, out, I will walk out this bitch, and I will be giving my 100% to my podcast, my family, my yes. girls, which, I mean, they, they, they're always going to be my number one. Oh, for you sure. They're sure. always going to be my number one. But, that well. yeah, stress, you guys, it's a killer. It's deadly. Yo. I've been going through stress, so. And, you know, with it lately, it, it just wanted – I wanted to come up with this as a concept and talk about it real quick, and hopefully – Give an opportunity and some advice for anybody who's going through it because I know some people are, are and you should check on them peoples. And make sure they are. Right. If you guys have any suggestions on how to relieve stress, because I just thought maybe yoga, meditation. I play tons of violent video games. <laughs> right. With me, I like watching TV, but I noticed over this week, I was like, there's so much TV I can watch. Yeah. So it's like, what else? The can rabbit I hole do? gets deeper when you're stuck. It yeah. really does. <laughs> I was feeling like I was in a sunken place this week. Yeah. I was like, I need to get out the bed. I need to comb my hair. <laughs> you poor thing. <laughs> I need to wash my ass. <laughs> so, you know, I. I, I didn't know where to go. Yeah. I was feeling really stuck. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. feeling like somebody was circling that damn teacup, and I kept on getting stuck and stuck. <laughs> but y'all ain't going to get me. Yeah, okay? not at all. Well, do you have any last words of wisdom you want to get to that baby girls before we head out? A lot Yo, of wisdom. Take care of yourselves out there, and uh, I'm glad we're, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Today is my mommy's birthday, so happy birthday, mommy. Happy birthday, moms. Uh, remember, you guys, we do drop our new episodes every Friday, audio-wise, on all streaming platforms. Visual-wise, every Sunday on YouTube at Ideally Though Pod. Like, subscribe. Beat the shit out that like button. <laughs> and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Yeah.